Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. And now, weighing in at whatever is an appropriate weight for his height, a known pit bull impersonator and a coffee aficionado, at the epicenter for COVID in the United States, it's your host, Mark K. Wow, look at that. That was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) We're toying with a new idea for the intro. And Hannah volunteered to not only write but perform that amazing intro. That's fantastic. Uh, got, that was couple that. First of all, I do appropriate weight for my height. Who told you that? I. That's the the thing that you're supposed to say to people. Oh, you're just assuming that. I see. Yeah, you're an appropriate weight for. Also, what's caffy? Caff. Oh, accent. <laughs> I was like, what's a caffy aficionado? That's really. I guess she answered it with caffy. It's, caffy. it's caffy. You know, it's caffy. It's caffy. black. You put it in a cup with crema. <laughs> And you drink it. Anyway, thank you, Hannah. I appreciate that. Yes, it is true. We are broadcasting live today from Jacksonville, Florida, the epicenter of the COVID surge. And that's not just some cool uh, moniker we came up with on our own. No, that is actually what people are claiming, that not only is Florida the hottest of the hotspots, but Jacksonville, Florida is the epicenter. We are ground zero for the Delta variant, and which could explain why one of our own just a couple of weeks ago contracted the COVID-19 virus despite the vaccinations and the masking and everything else. Also, by the way, Josh, I have bad news. And we're going to, by the way, so much to get to today. If you thought you could just tune in for like five minutes, uh-uh. This is a three-hour This is a three-hour show today because there is so much news, breaking news. While we were writing up a story about how how Kamala Harris's uh, low poll numbers are now apparently racist, while we were typing up a story about how everybody in the entire world, including the White House, is attacking Governor Ron DeSantis, while we were writing up all of those stories, there were way more stories that started popping up. Like, for example, New York City becoming the first city in the United States uh, to mandate a vaccine passport for restaurants and gyms. Another story out of New York, the attorney general came out with a a press conference like an hour ago with all of these findings against Andrew Cuomo, the governor, and what they found to be true and what uh, the next steps are. We're going to bring you all of that. In addition, there's a shooting at the Pentagon, apparently, outside the Pentagon by the bus stop at the Pentagon Transit Terminal. There was a shooting and they locked down the Pentagon, which I don't understand why you locked down the Pentagon. If there's any, you open up the doors because everyone in the Pentagon has a gun. If there's a shooting, you don't you don't lock all the armed military personnel up inside. You say, "Hey, go get them." But you know that's just that's probably why I'm not secretary, uh, secretary of secretary of defense. Eight five five nine four zero Mark is our number. Eight five five nine four zero six two seven five. So we are going to get to all of that. I promise. Plus, it's Tuesday today, so we have trivia and we have some other fun things we're going to do. But first, uh, I saw this story today and I immediately thought of Josh, our producer. Because if you missed the show yesterday, first of all, Josh is back, which is very exciting. Thank you. Thank you. 
And uh, Josh told the story of how he, despite being vaccinated, fully vaccinated, right? Absolutely. Will you? Do you, do you mind sharing which vaccine you got? Yeah, I got the Pfizer vaccine. You, you got the Pfizer. And did you get that by choice? Did you do any research or you just showed up? And that's, chose, yeah, it's where I went. That's what the one they had. Yeah, so you yep. weren't just like, I got to get the Pfizer because no. the Moderna stinks. Any one of the double doses is the one I wanted. Oh, you want? Oh, you're not. You didn't want to go for the J and J. Well, you know, I, like, huh? I tried to go for the ninety percent or higher. Oh, I see. You know. I mean, I want the best if I'm going to go for it. No, right? yeah, you might as well. Uh, so he got the double dose of the Pfizer and then got COVID-19. He was out for a week and a half. Didn't have to get hospitalized, which is the great news. Didn't have to go on a ventilator. Also great news. And you're back in action. You seem okay, right? Yep, yep, on, yep. On the outside, couple your hair, lingering things, but, yeah, you know. Your hair's good, too. You look good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, okay. but that <laughs> And that's the good news. The bad news is I read this story today. Apparently, since you're recovering from covid you're probably dumber than you were before. Oh, really? This is actual. Yes, this is, and this is not just my personal opinion. This is not from MarkayShow.com. No, 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 this is not. No. This is this is actual uh, UK study from Metro. People recovering from COVID may have substantial drop in intelligence. What does the word substantial mean? It means really, really big. Oh, oh, see, it's already oh, it's no. starting already. And I I tell you this for a couple of reasons because number one. We're worried about your intelligence. Uh, and number two, oh my goodness. you may never win at uh, American Trivia Gladiators again. <laughs> if this is true. It was American Trivia Warrior, wasn't it? Yes. What was it? American Trivia Warrior. You're not supposed to know that. You have low intelligence. Oh. Wait, also, doesn't that mean that I, my intelligence would also be affected? Um, well, it says while you're recovering oh, from COVID. Oh, just while you're recovering. Yeah. I'm recovered. Also, I don't think, like, we didn't notice a big drop in. Yours was always kind um, of at the same level. I feel like you're about to head into an insult. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I was just saying, for whatever uh, reason, your intelligence level always seemed to stay, you know. Water's really hydrating. <laughs> kind, kind, of, kind of at the same level. You're a kind soul. Oh, I'm just, no. no, I'm just, I didn't, it wasn't noticed. I haven't noticed anything with Josh yet either. It could, anyway. While recovering from COVID-19, <laughs> symptoms include a substantial loss in IQ points. Uh, the British intelligence IQ test found that people with COVID-19 scored significantly lower than they did before coming down with the virus and experiencing system, uh, symptoms. So uh, once the scientists had factored out things like age, sex, language, and education level, they found people recovering from COVID saw the biggest decline in their intelligence quotient. Wow. So there you go. There you go. By the way, Hannah, th uh, you may want to get tested again because this is what you said yesterday. Water's really hydrating. Maybe, maybe just, you know, <laughs> go get a swab up your nose just in All case. Right. Just in case. Two weeks off work. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks away from you. Eight five five nine four zero more. Anyway, so that's the bad news. But we'll see. We have trivia coming up a little later on today. So we will see if the, we'll do our own little unscientific study and see if that's really See if that's really the case. But like I said, there's so much going on today that we need to cover. The I don't even know where to start. I guess we should probably start with, uh, I guess we should probably start with this Andrew Cuomo thing because this is really hot off the presses. This came out, you know, and this is, there's two stories from New York. And I have to think that even though they come from different sources, they kind of go hand in hand because one of them, I believe, was designed to suck the air out of the other. Now, on Fox News, it's not working. But if you go anywhere else, in fact, Josh, when you get a minute, turn it to CNN for a second, and I want to see what the uh, I want to see what the headline is, uh, because I believe that what you're going to find is that one network is going to focus on one story, while the other networks are going to focus on the other story. Fox News: New York AG Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women. 
CNN. We're still working on figuring out what that is. But the other story coming out of New York that I imagine they're focused on is New York City's mayor, Bill de Blasio, now saying that you must have proof of vaccination to enter a restaurant or a bar. And if it if I'm thinking to myself, wow, how do I get my buddy Andrew Cuomo off the hook? How do I keep this attorney general's report out of the news cycle? Maybe I could come up with something like a vaccine mandate for New Yorkers if they want to go to restaurants, if they want to go to gymnasiums or uh, or gyms to go work out. Maybe that would help people stay focused on my story and not his. The timing to me seems a little suspect, but then again, so does everything that happens uh, with the Democrats in the state of New York uh, and elsewhere. But th I mean, that's it. Though that's it. New York City is now freedomless for unvaccinated people. Bill de Blasio himself. New York City will require proof of vaccination. If you're unvaccinated, this is a quote, by the way, if you're unvaccinated, unfortunately, you will not be able to participate in many things. De Blasio said, if you want to participate in our society fully, you've got to get vaccinated this is the polar opposite of what's happening here in the state of florida this is the exact opposite of what freedom loving governors who are again put in place to protect the individuals that they represent would do you have bill de blasio a mayor of new york city saying that's it unvaccinated people have do not have the right to go to a public facility like a restaurant or a gym Broadway show, forget about it. You're not going to be able to even think about seeing Hamilton if you're not vaccinated. All that, that's it. It is total lockdown scenario. Whereas in Florida, you have the opposite. A mandate, a, an executive order from the governor saying there can be no vaccine passports. It is illegal to do what Bill de Blasio is doing in New York City. If you want to go to a ball game, if you want to go to a restaurant, if you want to go to a concert, if you want to go see a hockey game, although hockey season's hockey season's officially over, if you want to go on a cruise, all of those things are possible whether you are vaccinated or not. You cannot in the state of Florida require anybody to have proof of vaccination. And that's why, number one, Florida is the landing place for the majority of people leaving New York, leaving New Jersey, leaving all of these other states where these, these blue state Democrats and, uh, you know, in, in mayor's offices and governor's mansions are making their lives a living hell and trying to impose their will on their citizenry. That's why Florida is growing at twice the rate. We're getting new uh, Congress people. We're getting more electoral votes in the Electoral College, which is very important going into 2024. That's why New York City is losing. That's why, as we so elegantly say, Florida rules and New York drools. And what Bill de Blasio is doing right now is not helping to protect New Yorkers. He's helping to further destroy his city because people aren't going to live in a place where they can't walk freely, work freely, go to a restaurant freely. They're not going to go live in a place where the government mandates what they put in their body. And if you don't believe me, just go down to the southern border because a lot of those people are fleeing that exact kind of dictatorial rule. Just go to Cuba because those people walking in the streets and waving the American flag and screaming, Viva Cuba! Freedom! Libertad! They are all thinking the same thing. Man, when I get to America, there's no way in hell I'm going to Florida to New York City because it's just as bad as Havana. I'm headed to Ron DeSantis's Florida.
the sanct what is it? The oasis of freedom. 855-940-MARK, 855-940-6275. More on that, more on Andrew Cuomo. Uh, Kamala Harris still making waves with his unpopularity poll at a whole bunch more. We're just starting, we're just getting it kicked off, man. Uh, stay tuned. More of the Mark K Show is coming up right after this. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K, 855-940-MARK. This is where we, by the way, we don't only report the news, we live the news here because moments ago I reported on that story how out of the UK they're testing people with COVID-19, people that are people that are uh, recovering from COVID-19 and they're finding they have a substantial drop in intelligence and just moments ago during the break, Josh, who is currently recovering from COVID-19 said August is the middle of the year. Yeah. That did happen. I said the middle of August is almost the exact middle of the year. Which we all know is not at all correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because 12 divided by 2 is not 8. It's what? It's 6. Oh, look at that. Bravo. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. I feel like I feel like we need, I feel like here's what we should do. I feel like we need to make sure that you're not being negatively affected mentally by this COVID-19 um virus that's claimed your body for so long. Right. I, I what I'd like to do is I'd like to give you a little bit uh, I'd like to give you a little bit of a, um, what do you call it? Like an IQ test? <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Song with it. Yeah, like yeah, well, which shape is a triangle? We'll do <laughs> Isn't that what they are? Well, triangle. I mean a little bit more advanced Man, person, that. TV. Listen carefully. Like, here, listen carefully. Get, do, do you have a pen and paper? You might need a pen and paper sure. for some of these. Okay, here's what I want you to do. Ready? Question number one. Round 4.864 to the nearest tenth. What do you get? 4.9. That is correct. Nicely done. That is correct. All right, ready? Yes. Beams are to buildings as bones are to A, walls, B, animals, C, plants, or D, colonies. B, animals. That is correct. All right. Done so far. Are you sure you had COVID? Well, we never knew what my... I could have had like a, an IQ of 5,000 before. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, you're just, maybe you were just really hung over for a couple of weeks. I mean, I know, I, I, I know it wasn't that. All right, here we go. Ready? In yeah, a week, Rose spent $28.49 on lunch. What was her average cost per day? In a week? In Are a week. a business week or a Sunday to Monday? In a in a full calendar week. I mean, it's like 4 one. $4.11? $7. No, no, yeah, $4.11, I'm saying. Is what she... I'm sorry, that's incorrect. It's four dollars and seven cents. Okay, I didn't. Okay, right, you didn't get. Okay, mm. I, I, <laughs> I estimated the mm. cents. Okay, that's four questions. Am I allowed a calculator on these? No. Oh. It's an IQ test. It's not a calculator. Not, not a Texas instrument. Yep. Uh, what is the relation between credence and credit? Are they a opposite, b <laughs> similar, d contradictory, or? E, wait, C, contradictory, or D, unrelated. I just messed up the alphabet, by the way, during an IQ test. <laughs> a, opposite, B, similar, C, contradictory, or D, unrelated. I'm going to say B, similar. That is correct. All right. All right. You're, I don't feel like you had COVID-19. I'm going to be honest with I can, you. Yeah, I, I did, though. It sucked. All right. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, your, your test, your COVID test says yes. Right. Your IQ test seems to say that you're okay. <laughs> okay. Mickey's per month salary is $7,000. Oh, if he saves 75% of his paycheck into a savings account, how much money does he put in his savings account every month? 75% of 7000 Is? <sighs> I mean, I, I don't want to... <laughs> I was never great at math. Oh, Once you needed the calculators, we're all went downhill. 75% uh, of 7000 is like 5500 
$5,500? Yeah. That's incorrect. Uh, $5,250. Okay. He's <laughs> okay. getting them really close, though. He's understanding. He just can't do mental math. I mean, because he could have stopped before that insult. It's fine, though. <laughs> he's doing really well. He's he getting, just sucks at this one yeah, aspect. He's getting close. Yeah. But the whole using the brain thing is right. not coming in. <laughs> he's really smart at, like, fixing cars and stuff. But when it comes to, you know, using his mind, I'm sorry. Uh, here we go. The opposite of conclusion. By the way, that's fake news. You're not good at fixing cars either. <laughs> no, not at all. The opposite of conclusion is A, ending, B, exclusion, C, beginning, or D, inclusion. That would be C, beginning. That is also correct. All right. All right, one more. You ready? Yep. Here we go. Uh, Which word doesn't belong in this set of words? Okay, here we go. A, surgeon. B, mason. C, barrister. D, economist. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say barrister. Hannah, I noticed you motioned about something over there. What'd you say? I said C. The answer, I'm sorry, is B, Mason. Mm. The other three require college educations. Oh, wow. Mason does not. Okay. Dang. Um, so there I you didn't go. know what a barrister was. I just... <laughs> yeah, barrister is a lawyer in Great Britain, right? Sure. Yeah, I think so. Sounds anyway, right. Oh, listen, I, I'll be honest with you. You did a lot better than I thought you would based oh. on this article I read about COVID-19 sufferers being dumb. How about that? So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank I you. definitely, if you, if you haven't recovered yet, you're obviously uh, far in the recovery period. On because, the yellow brick road. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're getting there. <laughs> Couple more mental push-ups and you'll be right back to where you used to be. <laughs> 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. All right, coming up, now that we've cleared that up, uh, coming up, we've got some more information about Andrew Cuomo and how this could be the beginning of the end of his career as governor of New York yet again. Uh, plus, Kamala Harris. Are her poll numbers so low because of her sex and her race? The people of The View seem to think so. We'll bring you those clips and more. Oh, plus we caught Jen Psaki in a bold-faced lie. I know that's not shocking to anyone, but we'll bring you all that and much more on The Mark K Show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. By the way, shout out to everybody watching on Facebook and YouTube and Twitch and Twitter and all over, uh, all over social media, all the Catriots out there. I was just, uh, a couple of the comments as they went by, Hannah just told a story about her husband and somebody commented, oh my God, Hannah just told us that story so she could say the words, my husband. I don't think I did. I'll just say Casey. Casey, Casey, Casey. Uh, No, it's exciting that you have a, it's exciting that you have a. Have a husband as well. Uh, star eight five five nine four zero. Mark well, do you is our also number. have a husband. <laughs> no, as well as other people. Are you oh, gotcha. a, My wife has a husband. Does she? At least one that I know. I don't like that guy. Eight five five nine four zero. Mark is our number. Eight five five nine four zero six two seven five. If you want to get through, we're going to get to. Uh, we'll get to some of your phone calls here in just a minute. First, so let's get back to all the big news today. Uh, gosh, New York Governor. Andrew Cuomo sexual harassment suit by the AG, the Attorney General of uh, state, the state of New York, was it of uh, the city of New York, state of New York? Letitia James is her name. Is that right? Did I get that right? I think I got that wrong. It's Letitia something or other. Hang on, I have it right here. It's Letitia. You think that as a James? Yeah. Okay. So I had it right. Why do I doubt myself? No one else ever doubts me. That's not true. Well. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to start being like everybody else. Letitia James, she concluded that Governor Andrew Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women in violation of state and federal law. 
She had a press conference this morning where she read some of the charges or, or just summed up some of the charges in her report. Now, this has been an ongoing investigation. There's been a lot of going on, ongoing investigations with Governor Cuomo. There was, of course, the investigation into the nursing home debacle, how all these nursing home patients that were forced to stay with each other when they were COVID positive, and then they it, it erupted in like a, a, an incredible number of probably unwarranted and preventable deaths due to the governor's orders, something Janice Dean from Fox News, whose parents uh, also died during the uh, the COVID lockdowns, and she's been really going after everybody for it. Those charges, unfortunately, were dropped by the Department of Justice, who felt like it wasn't really his fault. But Letitia James, the New York uh, State Attorney General, she is now uh, re releasing all these reports about the multitude of sexual harassment claims against the governor. Listen to this. Governor Cuomo sexually harassed current and former state employees in violation of both federal and state laws. Okay, there you go. Current and former employees, multiple employees, multiple accounts, multiple victims, multiple women coming forward and complaining that they were sexually harassed by the governor. But it's not just as bad as we've seen or as we've heard so far. You know, we all remember the sausage when he went to get the lady the sausage sandwich and she was and her daughter was in. It was very creepy. But it was uh, it was really in the, we get into some details with it. The Independence investigation found that Governor Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women, many of whom were young women, by engaging in unwanted groping, kisses, hugging, and by making inappropriate comments. Yeah, and this, of course, is when you're the governor, that's the thing. When you're the governor and you're the head of the state, pretty much everybody who's a state employee is underneath you. I mean, in a hierarchical position. For example, if you get stopped by a police officer, odds are, in some way, they could claim that you're their boss. If you go to a hospital and it's a, a public hospital, there's always, you know, there's a lot of people that can register a complaint against the governor because the staff of the state of New York is just so is just so ginormous. Well, here's the big issue. There's two big problems. First of all, it's the toxic work environment that the governor of New York created. Governor Cuomo's administration fostered a toxic workplace that enabled harassment and created a hostile work environment where staffers did not feel comfortable coming forward with complaints. Right. Why do they not feel comfortable coming forward with complaints? Well, because if you know anything about Governor Cuomo and how politics in New York runs, if you come forward with a complaint, they come after you. The governor and his senior team took actions to retaliate against at least one former employee for coming forward with her story, her truth. Think about that. Think about that. Not only do you get sexually harassed by the governor, but then when you come forward, he and his cohorts come after you and, and threaten you and try to silence you. I mean, this is, look, this, I would say this is right out of a mafia movie, but this is politics as usual in the New York uh, governor's mansion. This is exactly how, how Governor Cuomo, you would think, has been running the things since day one. I mean, look at his brother. Look at the complaints that we've had against his brother with the anger management issues. Look at the complaints against, uh, you know, the governor for years now about people saying he's been making backroom deals and he threatens people. And if you don't like it, it's, it's his way or the highway. And the women in his office saying it's always just how he looks at me and he always comments on my skirt and my high heels and, the, and my appearance. This is how the New York governor's office works or worked until uh, Letitia James came along and gave all these uh, complaints. So now where do we go from here? This is a guy who's, look, he's not going to run again. This is a guy who has already made it through the nursing home scandal, made it through the first round of this scandal. Now that the AG's involved, now that there's charges, now that there's federal crimes involved, 
it could be the beginning of the end for him. It could be the downfall of Governor Cuomo finally. He may have to resign. He may have no choice other than to get out of Dodge. And by Dodge, we mean Albany. And this is something that we're going to uh, we're going to continue to watch. But this soils a lot. This has a, a ripple effect over a large portion of the population of the United States, not just the folks in New York, not just the people that work for him or are following him. But look at his family. Look at his brother on CNN, who already lacks credibility. But now he's going to lack even more because, you know, as tight as they are. As tight as they are, there's going to be information coming. I wouldn't be shocked if Chris Cuomo from CNN were subpoenaed. I mean, if you know this guy's got a brother and he's in the media and you guys are thick as thieves and you guys are all tight and you talk all the time, wouldn't you think that you would tell your brother about all the things you did at work and all the women you were lusting after at work and, oh, this, this lady that just started at the office, wait till I tell you what I made her do. This is not going to end well for anyone named Cuomo. And Fredo Cuomo's probably going to have to step up and he's probably going to have to take the stand. And unfortunately, it's just going to mean more ratings for him and more of a public spotlight for him. But it could be the beginning of the end for the governor in New York. What does that mean for us here in Florida? Probably more people moving down. <laughs> I mean, between that and Bill de Blasio saying, hey, you can't go to a restaurant anymore. You can't go to a gym anymore. You can't go to a Broadway play anymore unless you have a vaccine passport. You can't go out and enjoy the things that most people enjoy in New York City unless you have proof of vaccination. This is something. They think that this is going to be a boon, an economic boon. It's going to be the opposite. It's going to deter tourism in New York City. It's going to deter people from going to Broadway musicals, which, let's be honest, the last thing, if you're a starving Broadway artist, the last thing you need is for these shows to not sell out. If you are a starving Broadway artist, probably you also work in a restaurant part-time, and the last thing you need is people refusing to go to New York, refusing to go to restaurants, because they're going to need to prove that they have a vaccine, which either A, they don't have, or B, they don't think is anyone's business, which it's not. This is something, the more hurdles you put toward New York's recovery, the more difficult it's going to be for New Yorkers to recover. And what happens when it's difficult for New Yorkers to work, for them to play, for them to go out, for them to socialize? What do they do? They pack up and they move to Florida, the oasis of freedom, home of Governor Ron DeSantis, who day by day is becoming more and more clearly one of the one of the most important leaders, not just in the Republican Party, but in the entire United States of America. Because when you have a boogeyman for freedom— on the left, it's now Governor Ron DeSantis. When you see somebody who is who is evil because they love liberty and careless because they want to protect the rights of their citizens and somebody who just doesn't understand how this one world order works, someone who does not want to at all act like a tyrant, someone who is like dictatorship, pluh. I'm all about I'm all about a, a free society and a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. When you look at somebody like that, it's Governor Ron DeSantis. And the folks on the left, they can't stand him. They can't stand him. And that's why they're demonizing him, and that's why he continues to become more popular. In fact, something happened at the White House yesterday where Jen Psaki blatantly lied to the American public, to the press in the room, to everybody. 
She blatantly lied about Governor DeSantis, his executive order, and what's happening here in the state of Florida because she's trying to make him out to be the evil incarnation of somebody who's out for blood. They want him to look like he's not a good leader, a strong leader, but an irresponsible and a stupid leader. Why? They're petrified that he's going to win the uh, White House in either 2024 or 2028. Sorry, I had to do math there. Maybe I'm recovering from COVID. Took me a minute. Uh, we'll have that for you here in just a minute. 855-940-MARK. Plus, the ladies on The View were weighing in on DeSantis, too. That's on the way. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked right where you are. We'll be right back. Got it. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. And Governor Cuomo supposedly will be responding quickly or in uh, in just a brief period of time to the bombshell report. I don't know that you would want to use the word bombshell report when you're talking about Governor Cuomo sexually harassing women. But, hey, that's not – I didn't write the headline. I just read it aloud. 855-940-MARK. Let's get back to Florida, though, because we know that New York uh, – New York is – I mean, we know that city's in the crapper. You got Cuomo. You got Bill de Blasio. You've got vaccine passports. You've got the ladies from The View. <laughs> Uh, but they, they look, they, there's one thing that nobody likes about Ron DeSantis, and that is that he does everything differently than Joe Biden and the Democrats. Ron DeSantis is a free thinker. He's a free speaker. He's not afraid of the media. He's not afraid of the Democrats canceling him. He's not afraid of cancel culture at all because he knows that here in the state of Florida, the majority of the people like him, think like him and want what he's offering, which is free choice the freedom to choose whether or not you are locked down, whether or not you go to work, whether or not your business requires somebody to wear a mask or not. He also wants you to know that if you choose not to get vaccinated, while he endorses vaccinations and while he himself has been vaccinated and while he'll be the first one to tell you, look, vaccines work, vaccines help, and we've gone to every length. We've made every effort here in the state of Florida to make sure that vaccines are readily available to anybody who wants one. However, you can not require a vaccine to have somebody come into your store and buy something come into your restaurant and order something come into your gymnasium and lift something heavy come into your under your cruise ship and get drunk and fall into the pool while you circle around the bahamas for three days you can't require a vaccine passport for any of those things if you want to go to disney world and ride it's a small world after all which a is very annoying, and B, is a rite of passage for many visitors to this state. You do not have to uh, show any vaccine passport. If you want to go see the Jaguars, lose a football game, don't need a vaccine passport at all. If you want to go to Hogwarts at Universal Studios and just get wrecked on butterbeer, kidding, it's non-alcoholic, uh, but you, know, you still don't need a vaccine passport at all because Governor DeSantis is protecting the rights and freedoms of people here in the United States and or in the state of Florida. And one thing he did last week was an executive order regarding schools. And he said no mandates for masks, no mandates for vaccines, no shutdowns, no lockdowns. Kids can go to school. They don't have to wear masks. Well, Jen Psaki was asked a very planted question. If you ever want to hear what a planted question sounds like, this, this is it. Because she had a prepared, highly politicized answer 
ready to go. Here, listen carefully to the question, and then we'll play you what she said. In places like Florida, where hospitalizations are at a record level, yeah. is there any concern about uh, the number of resources available, rationing of care, additional equipment that needs to be sent in, or personnel to assist? Okay, so here we go. This is a question about, they're talking about, they were actually talking about Lindsey Graham coming out and saying that he has COVID-19 and get a, you know, get a vaccination and wear a mask and all that kind of stuff. And they led with that question into a discussion specifically about the state of Florida, the state where uh, Ron DeSantis is the governor. And she had an answer ready to go. She thought it was well thought out. She thought it was pointed. She thought it would answer the question while also attacking the governor. The problem is it was 100% false. It was a lie. Jen Psaki, the mouthpiece of Joe Biden and the Biden administration and really the Democrat Party, stood at the podium in the White House yesterday and lied to everybody about what's happening here in the state of Florida. Listen to this. 20% of the cases we're seeing are in Florida. Uh, there are steps and precautions that can be taken, including encouraging people to get vaccinated, encouraging people to wear masks, including allowing uh, uh, allowing schools to mandate masks uh, and allow uh, allowing kids to uh, wear masks, which is not the current uh, state of play in Florida. Did you hear that? Did you hear what she said about the current state of play in Florida? I'll play it for you one more time because I, I can do that. Allowing kids to uh, wear masks, which is not the current uh, state of play in Florida. While it's true, there is no mask mandate, which means your school district cannot mandate that your child wear a mask. Your children are free as a bird to to wear a mask should they or you choose if you are very worried about your child getting infected with the delta variant by all means mask away if you want your if your child themselves is like mama daddy i'll go to school but i need to wear my mask then by all means they are free to do it but jen pisaki is purposely trying to make the rest of the world think that here in the state of florida our governor is so barbaric that he's not even allowing kids to wear masks allowing kids to uh, wear masks which is not the current uh, state of play in florida it's a lie you if you're in the state of florida you have the right to wear a mask you have the right to give your child a mask governor uh, governor governor DeSantis said in his executive order last week, there will be no mask mandates. You can choose to wear a mask if you want. The school cannot force your children to wear masks. And this is something that, of course, no other reporters in the press room called her on it because why would they? They set this up for her. They thought she knocked it out of the park. But now, hopefully, someone's going to go in there today and say, excuse me, I'd like to ask a question about that, that ginormous fib you told yesterday about the state of Florida not allowing children to wear masks. I'd like to ask you about the misinformation and the falsehoods. By the way, I found that quote on social media. I found that clip on YouTube. I posted it on Twitter. It's on Facebook. And nowhere has anyone taken it down as COVID misinformation. Nowhere. Facebook has not labeled her as one of the dirty disinformation dozen yet, as far as I know, because it's still up. I actually literally tweeted out, since I know no one's going to flag this as misinformation, I guess it's up to me. But rest assured, parents in the state of Florida, your child can wear a mask. Your child can wear a mask to school, to the grocery store. Your child could wear a mask to bed if you want. Why? It's your child. And here in the state of Florida, you have the right to send your child anywhere you want with or without a mask. And their school, their diocese, their whatever cannot mandate otherwise 
thanks to the freedom-loving governor in the state of Florida, Ron DeSantis. And whatever the White House tells you, whatever the White House tries to tell you, because Florida being the epicenter of COVID and also one of the freest states in the nation is something that they're going to continue to hammer away at. Because, A, they don't want the rest of the states trying to be as free as the state of Florida. It puts a real dent in their socialist agenda. It's real tough to sell communism when us capitalists here in, the United, in uh, Florida are walking around having a great time. That's number one. And number two, everybody in the Democrat Party is scared poopless about Ron DeSantis's political future. And they know if it were a head-to-head -head competition between him and anyone in their party, they would lose. We actually have we actually have one of the women on the view admitting that. We'll play that for you next. Stay tuned. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us. Eight five five nine four zero. Mark is our number. Eight five five nine four zero six two seven five. So we have a little bit of Governor Cuomo. He's speaking live right now, and we uh, we have a little bit of it. We we broke in, you know, just when he started at the beginning. Let's play a little bit of it and let you hear uh, what he's saying. This is in defense of the new charges against him leveled by the uh, New York Attorney General uh, Letitia James. Here he is. Here he is, just moments ago. If you are interested, please take the time to read the facts and decide for yourself. Oh, he's pimping something on his website. First, I want you to know directly from me that I never touched anyone inappropriately or made inappropriate sexual advances. Oh, I only thought... Let me buy this is by the way, this is moments after the attorney general released a report with two, four, six, eight, ten, like eleven different women from all walks of life, current employees and former employees saying that he touched them, kissed them, groped them, and made sexual advances. But here he is blatantly negating all of, of those women, dismissing their charges and, of course, dismissing the charges levied after an 11-hour interview yesterday by the Attorney General of New York State. So Governor Cuomo, who never lied about the nursing home deaths, never put COVID-19 patients in with uh, you know elderly patients that had massive comorbidities and, and were the most receptive to uh, negative consequences from COVID-19 exposure. Governor Cuomo, who wrote a book and got a massive advance touting his own leadership during the COVID-19 pandemic, this guy wants you to know that he's telling the truth. And all those other women and the Attorney General of the state of New York, they're all lying. I am 63 years old. That's even grosser to think now. When I, I knew he was old, but now that a 63-year-old man, anyway. I've lived my entire adult life in public view. That is just not who I am. And that's not who I have ever been. There is one complaint that has been made that bothered me most. That was a complaint made by a young woman, Charlotte Bennett. Mm who worked in my office. And it's important to me that you fully understand the situation. All right, I'm going to be honest with you. It's not really important to me because I don't believe I don't believe anything he's saying. But anyway, he's going on a full-on assault. He's attacking these charges one by one. He has, I guess, on his uh, I guess on his website, which would be what AndrewCuomo.com. We'll figure it out. Uh, it's he's got some kind of document that he wants people to read. Probably a long-winded uh, retort written by his legal team to to fight back against these. Against, look, it doesn't appear, and this there should be no surprise. It doesn't appear that Andrew Cuomo is in any way, shape, or form considering resigning from office. 
He didn't resign the first time when the uh, when the nursing home scandal broke. He didn't resign when all these allegations came out. He's not going to resign now that the attorney general's going after him because he feels they, like a resignation, while it might actually cushion the blow for a lot of these victims or it might actually make people think they are starting to see some justice or it might actually bring some leadership to the state of New York when they seem to need it most because the mayor of the largest city in the country is about to tell people they need vaccine passports to do pretty much anything. It might seem like it's a good idea and a good first step toward healing for what once was the Empire State, the most glorious state in the country, and now now is is a punchline for socialism and and one of the most corrupt uh, you know governors in the entire history of this country, and that's saying a lot. We've had a lot of corrupt governors, most of them, come to think of it, from from New York. Eight five five nine four zero Mark is our number. Eight five five nine four zero six two seven five. I want to switch gears. Let's get to the view because I don't want to lose sight of Ron DeSantis because think about that. For every single person, Ron DeSantis is becoming the political punching bag of freedom. If you are anti-vaccine or if you're pro-choice when it comes to vaccine, which is a much better way to put it because once again, in Florida, there's tons of vaccinated people. In Florida, there were free vaccine sites set up everywhere. In Florida, the governor and his family, all vaccinated. The governor also knows that it's an individual freedom of choice whether or not to get vaccinated. So he's out there protecting it. When you, when you are an enemy of the freedom of choice, when your goal is to get the majority of people vaccinated and to make their lives a living hell if they don't, like it is in D.C., like it is in California, like it is in New York State, or New York City. If that's your goal, you're going to hate Ron DeSantis, and you're going to try to take make people think he's terrible. You're going to tell lies about him like Jen Psaki did. Allowing kids to uh, wear masks, which is not the current uh, state of play in Florida. And you're going to do all this because you know the Democrats don't have a shot should he ever try to run for anything more than governor of the state of Florida. That includes vice president. That includes president of the United States. And we know this because there was a lengthy conversation about it on The View yesterday. The View, they tackled a story that we tackled here yesterday as well, and that was the Kamala Harris popularity poll, or I should say unpopularity poll. Kamala Harris announced yesterday in the Telegraph. We did a whole, we did a whole hilarious top ten list. I mean, you can go check that. It's on, it's on my Facebook page and my Twitter right now. If you missed it, you can go back and watch it. You're gonna don't be drinking milk or anything while you're doing it. It's gonna come right out your nose. Uh, but Kamala Harris, this new Telegraph um, uh, opinion poll found that she has the lowest popularity of any vice president since the '70s. In over 50 years, Kamala Harris is the single most unpopular vice president, way more unpopular than Joe Biden, and people hate that guy. No, Kamala Harris, it used to be people voted for Kamala Harris to become the first vice president, and they didn't care about Joe Biden. Now they care a lot about Joe Biden because they think Kamala Harris would be an even worse choice to run this country. Well, Whoopi Goldberg and the girls on The View tackled this yesterday, but... They had a different idea as to why Kamala Harris was so unpopular. Not surprisingly, several polls seem to have found that Vice President Kamala Harris has the lowest approval of any vice president since the 70s. Did you hear how that started? Not surprisingly, Whoopi Goldberg says, not surprisingly, Kamala Harris is very unpopular. Why? 
Here's Joy Behar to explain. Well, let's see. What is different about her that we haven't seen before? What could it be? Oh, that's right. She's a woman and she's black. I almost forgot. Duh, of course. Thank you. Gold star for Joy Behar. Of course she's unpopular because she's black and she's a woman and everybody is a racist misogynist. Everybody that took that poll said Kamala Harris is a terrible vice president, the worst we've had since 1970, not because she's a terrible vice president, but because she's black and a woman. That's the difference. What is she supposed to do as vice president anyway? Joy Behar wants to know. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's tell the truth here. I mean, it seems like there's this bombardment of criticism on her and uh, Biden coming from the right as if they've been in office for four years. They've only been there for, what, six months? I don't even know. January, February, March, April, May, June, July. Okay, uh, eight months. Oh, my gosh, she's one of Josh's people. <laughs> she thinks that August is the middle of the year. As <laughs> Once it been six months or August? Oh, it's been it's been eight months. No, Joy Behar's like, what, what's she supposed to do in office? It's only been eight months. What do you guys expect from her? I'd like to flash back to 2016. Before Donald Trump was even inaugurated, people were trying to get him impeached. There were several Congress people who refused to come to the inauguration because they thought Donald Trump was an illegitimate president. He was a terrible person. The Washington Post and the New York Times had an all-out assault on his intelligence before Donald Trump even had the chance to prove himself. They were saying he was ineffective. Well, we're eight months in here, Joy, and people are finally realizing this Kamala Harris, she's horrible. She doesn't do anything she's told. She doesn't do anything that she's been, been instructed to do. They gave her the border. She wouldn't even go. They gave her COVID-19. Now we're all go wearing masks again and having to stay inside again. We're on the brink of some kind of federal mandate to stay home. It's good. It's ridiculous. They're going backwards, as a matter of fact. So, yes, she's a terrible, terrible president. But Joy Behar and Whoopi Goldberg and a lot of the folks of The View think the only reason people think that is because she's a black woman. Eight months. What are they supposed to do? Change the whole world? Cure, cure, get a cure for cancer? Uh, uh, solve the problem of climate change? Uh, deal with immigration? They've been doing immigration. How many, how many presidential um, uh, years? What's a presidential year? Is that like a dog year? Like it's uh, how many? What's a presidential year? How many presidential years have they been doing Im immigration? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know where that I don't even know what that means. So I'm not I'm not at all uh, able to criticize it. But Meghan McCain, who still for one more week or like for two more days or maybe today's or I don't even know, but is the lone supposed Republican, the lone conservative voice of reason on The View. She came out with a different take. The problem for Democrats going into 2024 is if President Biden chooses not to run for re-election, she's just not going to be a strong enough candidate to run for president. And if people don't want to listen to me and think it's all about race and gender, that's fine. Honestly, it's it's everyone's, uh, you know, risk to take. It's a risk to take. It's a risk. If you believe that Kamala Harris is only unpopular because she's a black woman, if you believe that in this day and age where Barack Obama was president for eight years and was very popular for several of them, according to these polls, in a place where in a country where Hillary Clinton was the front runner on election night, every single poll had her winning every election that she didn't win. They had her winning in Michigan. They had her winning in Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania. They had her winning in Wisconsin. They had her winning across the country and she lost to Donald Trump. But those polls, those polls weren't misogynist. Those polls weren't like, of course, she's a woman. No, maybe Kamala Harris is unpopular because she's unpopular. 
But Meghan McCain says something here which is interesting for two reasons. Ron DeSantis would, would put her in the ground. I mean, it would be an election for Republicans. Republicans would love nothing more than to run against Vice President Harris. Think about this. Ron DeSantis would put her in the ground. Meghan McCain is already jumping over Donald Trump to Ron DeSantis. She's putting it out there. She wants her, her rhino Republicans. She wants the Lincoln Project. She wants all of these people to get Ron DeSantis to run now. Why? Because against Kamala Harris, he would put her in the ground. I'm going to tell you something. I have a container of hand sanitizer on my desk that could put Kamala Harris in the ground in a head-to-head -head matchup in the election. I have two dogs at home. Either one of them would garner more votes than Kamala Harris in the general election. Putting Kamala Harris in the ground isn't necessarily a difficult thing to do for any Republican. But Meghan McCain wants to, A, let everybody realize just how bad she is, and B, also want to plant the seed with the Republican Party that Donald Trump should not be your candidate because she hates him. It should be Ron DeSantis all the way. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. You know, there's an interesting lesson that the Democrats didn't learn about Donald Trump. They're repeating the problem here again with Ron DeSantis. I'll tell you what that is here in just a minute. Don't go anywhere, folks. The Mark K Show continues right after this. And this is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K, 855-940-6275, 855-940-MARK. Still to come, we've got American Trivia Gladiator. Wait, was it Warrior? Yeah, yeah. I think we're Samurai. Warrior. There's, Amer there's we're American Samurais. Gladiators. Yeah. And there's I'm American Ninja Warrior. Right, okay, American Trivia Warrior. But the Gladiators have way better names. Do was there really? like a Thunderbolt and a Hurricane? Yeah, but Maybe. you guys are Mark and Josh, but so we should make sense. No, but listen, if we Mountain change Man it, Josh. hold on, if we change it to American Trivia Ninjas, then, or trivia ninjas, whatever it is, we could come up with cooler names, right? Right. I well, thought it was for gladiators. Gladiators have the cool names. American trivia warrior would have. Oh, American, oh, which wow. makes sense with Mark and Josh. Never mind. We got trivia coming up. It's gonna listen, and it's gonna be speaking of slaughtering. You know how like they said. <laughs> well, what was it? Listen, here's what here's what Meghan McCain said about Ron DeSantis versus Kamala Harris in 2024. Ron DeSantis would would put her in the ground. I mean, it would be a, a election for Republicans. Republicans would love nothing more than to run against Vice President Harris. Yeah, it would be a bloodbath, kind of like trivia will be today, since Josh is recovering from COVID, and we read that article at the beginning of the show from this uh, great. British, or this uh, British study that says people recovering from COVID lose IQ points, I mean, dramatically, like rapidly. Yeah, is that why you compromised your last two tallies? I didn't compromise you just my made tallies. Up some at all. wins against JM? Au contraire. You were, I had somebody uh, in your stead. I had like a, your like your lieutenant. Uh, like there, I, there we had to get an... somebody off the bench because you were injured. Uh, you should have the... taken me off the bench. You can't. You will know all the answers. You're the actual, oh, you're the referee. Won, That's I good. Won. Those Eight. tallies would have been less compromised than yours, though. 855-940-6275. Let's get to the phones real quick. Let's go to uh, Ben. Ben is in Indiana. Hi, Ben. How are you? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What's on your mind today, Ben? Hello, Mark. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, doing great, man. What's going on with you? Uh, same old thing every day, just fighting a good fight. Hey, uh, you guys were talking about censorship a little earlier, mm -hmm. and I wanted to come on and let you know that I'm one of the big boys that used to be on Facebook. Oh. Uh, I had a page on there that had 266,000 followers. Wow, that's great. And I got up, got up one morning and poof, gone. Gone. Just gone. Huh? Yeah. Gone. What no, was... no, no explanation. No. no reasoning. No, nothing. Nothing. Just did like wipe and you off I... the face of the earth. Like you never even existed. Man, you just don't even know. It it, it, it hits so hard. I, all contacts gone. All 
connections gone. Yeah. We had nothing for backup whatsoever for the whole group yeah. that was there. And it, it was it was a nightmare. So it it, it made me mad. Oh, I, I mean bet. I bet. super mad. Yeah. And I ended up I ended up researching and I started building my own site. Yeah. And I built lobbyfriends.com. I felt like there and was a plug lobby- coming here in just a minute. Yeah. What was your website? Yeah, what well, was your Facebook page about? Were you like posting memes or something or was it It, it was it, it was We the People News. We the People and News. Okay. I right. made sure I made sure that everything I posted was researched. It was as close as accurate as you could get. Yeah, it was close to accurate. Yeah. Yeah. No lying, no no bull. Sure. All that was taken out of there and you know it, it was just gone. So that's why I built my website that's pretty much identical right. to Facebook. And what's it called? Lobbyfriends.com. Lobbyfriends.com. All right, Ben, listen, we're going to check that out. Lobbyfriends.com. I'm going to be honest with you. I admire Ben for a couple of reasons. Number one, because he knows how to slide that plug in on the radio. He knew. He got my attention. He told me a great story. He he felt my pain. He knew that our very own Mark Casho Facebook page, with over one million loyal Catriots following, had been demonetized last week. He knew that he could empathize with me by telling a similar story. And then slowly but surely, he was like, here's my opportunity. I'm going to throw out <laughs> lobbyfriends.com. And I'm going to tell oh, Mark yeah. this is, but he's, but he's right for a couple of reasons. And I 100% I'm going to check it out in the next break. He's right. We have, we've done the same thing when they own the platform, you have no way of getting in touch with anybody. Should they take that platform away? That's why we have markk.com, M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E.com, where you can sign up for our Catriot network. And that way, no matter what Facebook decides we can do, what YouTube decides we can't do, we can always get in direct touch with you. Markk.com. Quick break. We'll be right back. So this morning I was having my coffee and I was like, Ah, crap, is it Wednesday or Tuesday? I couldn't remember. And then I was like, oh, yesterday they did uh, the Church of Lyontology on Mark K, so it has to be Tuesday today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I your calendars, everybody. <laughs> as a, not only, ladies and gentlemen, are Catriots and conservatives around the country listening to us for news and information and entertainment and inspiration, <laughs> but we're now also people's clocks <laughs> and calendars. Calendars. Well, yeah, Kay- oh, <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> Get the merchandising department on the phone. We have to start selling calendars. <laughs> Why have we not done this yet? Hey, merchandising department. Yeah. The 2022 <laughs> official Mark Catriot calendar. Oh, this is, this is how great ideas come to be. This is a, well, I need 12 uh, poses. Real quick. Give me 12 poses. And, and some kind of some kind of photographer. 855. Yes, the Church of Lyontology was yesterday, which means it's Monday. Today we have American Trivia Warrior, which is coming up. So that's a Tuesday. Tomorrow's going to be whatever you want. Wednesday on Thursday, it's always what the bleep. And then we round off the week with Fake News Friday. So if you're ever confused what day it is, sure, you could look at your iPhone. But what's the fun in that? Just turn on the Mark K Show on uh, 102.3 KRMG in Tulsa, Dayton's WHIO Radio, WDBO in Orlando, or 104.5 WOKV here in Jacksonville, and also WGAU in Athens, Georgia, the newest affiliate to the Catriot 
Radio Network. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. So, look, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's something else that we need to mention today. There's something else that we need to mention today because it's it's very important. When you're looking at what's going on with the political climate, when you're looking at what's going on, and it all ties together, it's all the Democrats right now in panic mode. They're in panic mode. They don't know what's going to happen in 2022. Okay, they have a pretty good idea what's going to happen in 2022, but they're just trying to do everything they can to keep it from happening. That's why they are attacking Ron DeSantis and the Republicans. That's why they're trying to make them look irresponsible. That's why they're trying to put these mask mandates in place again. It's all fear. What they did with Donald Trump and the first round of mask mandates and the first round of lockdowns and the first round of school closings, what they did was try to make you scared to death of the current administration. Now what they're trying to do is make you scared to death of a change in the administration. Because rest assured, they're going to tell you going into 2022 and going into 2024 that the only reason, the only reason that we've been able to get this stuff under wraps, the only reason we've been able to make whatever headway we've been able to make is because of Joe Biden. It's because of the Democrats in Congress. It's because the Democrat governors are out there locking down their states. They're going to point to Florida and Texas and South Dakota. They're going to point to Alabama. They're going to point to Mississippi. Uh, They're going to point to all with Tate Reeves. They're going to point to all of these Republican strongholds and say, look, look at all. Look at what's going on. You don't want this for the country. The Republicans are reckless. They don't want to protect you. Joe Biden's going to protect you. Kamala Harris, keep the Democrats in the House of Representatives for crying out loud or else you're going to have no rights left. You're not going to have any voting rights. They want to disenfranchise black voters and minority voters. They want to they want to stranglehold on the power. That's the, that's going to be the messaging. It's going to be you're safer with Joe Biden. I mean, remember what they did the first time? They locked the guy in a basement and they put him in a mask. And he did Zoom calls every single. He did Zoom calls with 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 pretty much everybody. Nobody watched him. When he did do an event, there were circles on the ground that reporters had to stand in. Nobody showed up. A couple people pulled their cars around and honked the horns, pretending like there were there were actually people wasting gas to drive down to uh, Wilmington and see Joe Biden speak. None of that was happening. It was fear. They wanted to show you what was going to happen with another year of Donald Trump. But it all backfired because Donald Trump left office. They also told you he wasn't going to do that, but he did. Everything they've told you was going to happen turned out to be a lie. They told you Donald Trump wasn't going to leave office. He left office and Joe Biden rolled on in. They, they rolled back everything. They told you that they were going to get rid of COVID. They told you that they were going to get vaccines in arms. They, were, they told you that they were going to get 70% of the country vaccinated by the 4th of July. They told you you could go back out if you got the vaccine and not have to wear a mask. They told you that they were going to investigate what was happening. They were going to make China pay. They told you that immigration wasn't a problem. They told you all these things to get elected, and now they realize that you realize that none of these things are happening and that it's not because of Donald Trump. That's the other thing, too. They have, they have passed the point of blaming their predecessor. It comes, it comes to every administration. Sure, the first month, you can go out there and say, well, we are just trying to reverse all of the horrible immigration laws that Donald Trump had. Stay in Mexico? Horrible. We have to reverse that. Luckily, we signed an executive order. 
the Keystone XL pipeline, which is makes us, you know, it helps make us energy independent and will also continue to bolster our economy and our relationships here at home. No, that's too good. Donald Trump was too good with it. We got to get rid of that and let's make uh, let's make us an energy dependent again on some of the worst regimes in the entire world, regimes that hate our country. Let's do that. Let's make our energy supply dependent on people that are looking to destroy us. That makes a lot of sense. But that's what they did because it was anti-Trump. They can't do anything that Donald Trump did. And now they can't even blame him for the dumb things that they're doing. And it's killing them. So they need to find a new enemy. And they found one in Ron DeSantis, but there's another enemy. There's another boogeyman that the Democrats are trying to blame for everything that's wrong in the country. There's another adversary they need they need a, an enemy a common bond like they had donald trump and the media could rally around hating donald trump and the democrats could rally around hating donald trump and everyone on that stage whether it was elizabeth warren or whether it was amy klobuchar or whether it was pete Buttigieg, remember that guy they could all rally around their hatred for donald trump and explain how they would be a much better leader than donald trump could ever hope to be then you had the media. Every 95% of their coverage of Donald Trump was negative. 95%, not one positive story. Not one positive story about him rebuilding the military. Not one positive story about him getting peace in the Middle East between Israel and the United Arab Emirates and Bahrain and other countries that never would have even considered peace in the Middle East with a country like Israel if they, they needed to be wiped off the map. Donald Trump, a president who was able to get, a, get an immigration under control, build a wall, miles and miles of wall, keep the immigrants inside Mexico, make force Mexico to also send troops to their southern border, making our southern border much more manageable. Donald Trump, who ordered the border to China closed back in January at the first sign of COVID-19, and, and Donald Trump, who also forced the uh, uh, the FDA and all of the pharmaceutical companies here in the United States to work their butts off to get not one, but three COVID vaccines in under a year. All of those things Donald Trump did, but all of the media reported the negative stuff, the bad stuff, the mean tweets. They threw him off of Twitter. They threw him off of Facebook. They threw him off of Shopify. He was the evil beast. The social media giants targeted him as public enemy number one. The House of Representatives impeached him not once, but twice. Even people in the Senate, even his own party, Richard Burr, Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, Mitt Romney, Ben Sass, they all said Donald Trump is the problem in this country. And you had and you had John McCain's widow out there and John McCain's daughter out there saying we support Joe Biden. You had Fox News calling the state of Arizona for Joe Biden before the polls even closed. You had a monumental effort to make Donald Trump the most hated person in the country. And now he's gone. And so they need a new enemy. And they've found not one but two. The first one is Ron DeSantis. The second one, unvaccinated Americans. Think about it. They are doing exactly to anybody in the United States who chooses not to get vaccinated exactly what they did to Donald Trump. They're trying to force you out of public places. They're trying to force you off of social media. They're trying to silence your voices. They're trying to make it hard on you. They're trying to attack you. They're trying to demonize you. 
They're trying to tell you that you are part of the problem. They're trying to say that you are a bad person, that you are taking rights away from people the way Donald Trump supposedly took rights away from immigrants and women and homosexuals and how Donald Trump was a white supremacist and all this other BS. If you are an unvaccinated person in this country, the left wants you to be the new Donald Trump. They are putting all their guns on you. They are targeting every single American who makes the choice, again, freedom of choice in a supposedly free country to not get vaccinated. And they are going to come after you just like they came after the former president. Because, again, they can't win on their own merits. They can't win on their own ideas. They can't win on their own agenda. We know that because their agenda is failing miserably. Nobody likes Joe Biden. Nobody likes Kamala Harris. And there's nobody coming up the pike to step in and say, I have a good idea. I know how we can work together with Republicans. I know how we can take this massively ridiculous progressive agenda that the that the AOCs of this party are pushing and work together with the the far right uh, Congress people like Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene and everyone else who wants this country not to steer to the left and veer right off a cliff into communism. I know how to do all of that. They've got nobody. They're not going to get anybody in two years. They're not going to get anybody in four years. And so all they're trying to do is make you, if you've made the choice to not get vaccinated, the new public enemy number one. And you can go, you only have to look at New York City. That's where it's starting. And it's going to peter out throughout the rest of the country. 855-940-MARK, 855-940-6275. I will say this, if you're already feeling the heat, do what Donald Trump did. He left New York. He's now a proud citizen of the state of Florida. 855-940-MARK. Quick break. We got more of the Mark K Show on the way. Don't go anywhere. Stay right where you are. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. You can, uh, you can do one of two things. You can give us a buzz. Uh, 855-940-MARK. It's totally toll-free. Or you can leave us an open mic message, too. We get a ton of open mic messages from people about all kinds of things. And uh, here's one that we just got earlier today. Love your show, Mark. Love Hannah and Josh. Please make a short clip of taking the joy out of the sport involving the soccer team. I'm involved with abuse of horses in the Olympics and also around the world. The dressage part of the competition is supposed to be joy and harmony between the rider and horse, and it is all abuse behind the scenes. This is big, big money, involves all the countries around the world, and we're doing our best to expose it without being shut down by Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Thanks so much. Yeah, I feel your pain about that, getting sh shut down by Facebook and Twitter. You know, it's so funny. I was at the, uh, I was getting my hair cut yesterday, and it's one of those, like, why did you look at, when I said I got my hair cut, you gave me a look. <laughs> Which one did you, did you choose? I got both of them cut. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, well, no, I, have to, I get fuzzy. Like, you know how it is. The little bit of hair I get. We don't know how it is. Like a Chia pet. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I have to keep it, I have to really, like, there's a lot of maintenance that goes into not having hair. Right. Is there? Anyway, that's not the point. The point is I went to the to get my hair cut, and I'm sitting there, and they have the TV screens where they usually play sports, but because it was the middle of the day and the Olympics were on, they had the equestrian competition going on. <laughs> okay. Oh. And and two thoughts came to my head. The first was, how is this a sport? Because they're wearing suits. And any sport where you wear, like, a suit and a frilly shirt, to me, doesn't seem like a sport. Okay. Like, you don't play basketball in a, in a dress, you know, in a tuxedo jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, like, nice pants and things like that. But then the second thing I thought was, and maybe to this lady's point, how do they get the horses to Tokyo? Because they're, they're from all over the world. Germany, the U.S., Australia, and all of these riders and horses end up in Tokyo. How do they do that? Maybe a stampede? 
a stampede across yeah. the ocean? Like a, the uh, Indian Spice Trail. Maybe I mean, like a ferry? Do they put them on boats or something like that? Like, Maybe. I don't understand like, how, no, how they get there. You know what this reminds me of? What? Um, actually, on uh, on the uh, the Peacock app, they do NBC. <laughs> they have, that, on the Peacock <laughs> app? <laughs> on the Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, no, on the uh, <laughs> Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg are actually live commentating on certain sports. And they asked the same question. They, how do the horses how get do the to... Horse, I didn't know it was such a hot topic. Well, how do horses travel? I thought it would just walk. Or, it's you know. the first thing I thought. Well, here's the thing. If it's in Europe, you know, maybe they, you, could get the, you could get the horse there by trailer. But Tokyo, I mean, Japan is an yeah. island. If you're not well, the Japanese horse, every single person there had to get their horse across an ocean. Yeah, they traveled. What did, this, what did Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart say? Here, let me know? see if I can find it for you. Oh, do you have it there? I do, yeah. Oh, wow. Check Convenient. this out. I pulled it up quickly. How do the horses get to Tokyo? That's what what airline was it? Emirates. They fly That's the expensive. horses. Expensive. They fly the horses on Emirates. And the athletes on Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was kind of funny. Is that true though? They flew the horses on Emirates I Airlines. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Is it on like a cargo plane? I, I Emirates Airlines imagine. is not a cargo. Have plane. you been on Emirates? My father. Fun fact. You right. to, he used to work in Dubai. And he flew back and forth between Dubai and North Carolina like three, four times a year. Really? After doing this for four years, he got upgraded to first class. Ooh. And it, he said the, the little cubby that they gave him, nicer than his apartment. Really? Oh, yeah. nice. His wow. bed was comfy. It had like cable TV. He had a bed? Free caviar. When was this? It's amazing. It was years ago. Oh, this wow. Was years ago. Yeah, but they had he, cable TV on planes then. Oh, it was amazing. They had everything on Emirates Air. It was incredible. But I didn't know that they horses had horses. too, apparently. Horses, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you, you like some... the... Uh, the, 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 the uh... Excuse me, Mr. K, would you care for a hot towel, some champagne, or a ride on a horse? We have <laughs> some in the back. I'd choose the horse any day. Like all three. <laughs> I'm sorry, no drinking and riding. Some pretty horses. <laughs> uh, 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940. Well, thanks to Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart. That's the only thing I really ever learned from them of, of interest. 855-940-MARK. Let's, uh, let's go to Kent, listening on WHIO in Ohio and Dayton. Hi, Kent. How are you? Okay, how are you? Oh, really good, Kent. Thanks so much for asking. What did you want to say today, sir? Uh, I just want to go back on this mask stuff. Yeah. That's been my number one pain ever since all this even started. Oh, yeah, I feel you, brother. I feel you. What's yeah, in your well, mind? What do you uh, want to say? Well, number one, the government ought to keep their nose out of it. And number two, there's only one decision to be made. If you're a coward, wear a mask. If you're not a coward, don't wear a mask. And let it go at that. And the government sit back and shut their mouth. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, Kent, thanks so much for calling. And again, I don't want to belittle people that want to wear a mask. That's fine. You know, my mother wore a mask forever, longer than I thought she needed. She wore rubber gloves when she was driving her own car, where and she no one else is ever in that car. And I thought to myself, what does she know? That, what, what's in that car that I don't know? Because I may never, I may never get it again. So I'm, we're not like I'm not. You're not. I'm not going to call you a coward or whatever. Because here's the deal: it's your choice. It's your choice whether you want to wear a mask or not. It's your choice whether you want to dye your hair purple or not. It's your choice if you want to, uh, you know, carry a wallet on a chain that some people think is weird, but some people think, you know, it's handy. If you wear your cell phone on your belt, you know, like some of the engineering staff here at the radio station, by all means, go for it. My brother-in-law does that. It's his thing. A lot of us like to carry it in our pocket, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's your choice. It's America. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Rob in Tulsa listening on KRMG. What's up, Rob? How are you? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Hey, Mark. How's it going, everybody? What about Cortez, Mark? How did Cortez get all those horses over here? I saw Mel Gibson, and he told me that Cortez brought him over and was messing with Montezuma. 
Yeah, he, you, I, I, it, it must have been Emirates. It must have been Emirates Airlines. Probably flew them over. Flew them over as well. Hey, thank, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. Eight five five nine four zero. Mark is our number. Eight five five nine four zero six two seven. Got to take one more quick break. Listen, we're gonna try to knock out some. Uh, where are those pickles? We haven't played where are those pickles in. A, oh, Hannah's face just lit up. I'm so excited. We're gonna play where are those pickles. If you missed where are those pickles, we'll give you a little bit of the history of where are those pickles. We have a Mark K Show prize pack on the line. If you'd like to play where are those pickles, and all you have to do right now is give us a call at eight five five nine four zero. Mark. 855-940-6275. Quick break. We'll be right back. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940. Mark is our number. 855-940-6275. Getting some open mic messages today. We're getting a lot more open mic messages than we used to because, you know, they work again. And number two, uh, people can't get through on the phones because they're jam-packed. Here's one we just got. Mark K, did you hear that California is about to ban bacon? Yet another reason to stay out of California. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. All right, we're going to uh, we're gonna play a little game here, something we haven't done. In, oh, wait, before we get to that, Dave in Jacksonville listening on 104.5 WOKB. Is he gone, you said? Yeah, Dave is no longer with us. Well, that's sad. We should send flowers or something. <laughs> Jeez. I would get his address, but I mean, he's uh, not talking anymore. I mean, was it something we Oh, okay. Uh, no, he said that horses are loaded on giant containers with holes in them. For the equestrian event. And then I guess they're put on the plane. Is that what he's saying? Maybe, yeah. He said he was a truck driver. Oh. And so oh. he's driven some uh, some uh, livestock too. To Tokyo? Maybe, yeah. That's a long drive. Long, yeah, it's super long. Yeah. He has one of those like uh, cars that can go from land onto water. A chitty chitty bang bang car. It's not like one of those trains where they have the giraffe's head sticking out the top, which <laughs> I don't think they ever did. Maybe they like did. Like in uh, The Hangover? Yeah, or the, oh, exactly right. Oh, no. that's, no, boo, Josh. I'm sorry. That is an uncalled for. 855-94-MARK. All right, so we're going to play a game uh, that we like to call. This is a game that you won't know when else. This is a game of our own creation. Most games we've ripped off from somewhere else. Maybe you figured that out. You know, we've kind of rebranded popular games. The $100,000 Pyramid, for example, totally stole that. Rebranded it Marquez Pyramid Scheme. Yep. Uh, the Millennial Match Game we stole from, well, just the match game. Uh, even what the bleep, a lot of people give us credit for it, took that from a show called Big Brother, um, you know, years ago. So anyway, but some of them are 125% original, and this is one of them. And this is a game we like to call... Where are those pickles? And the, <laughs> Yep. The, we haven't played this in a while, I'm going to be honest with you. But then Josh has been out, too, so we can blame him. Uh, but here's hmm. the deal. Where are those pickles works, it kind of works like this. Hannah Guile went off and got married. That's me. Right. And what happened when you got married? Do you remember you left for a very for an extended period I of time? I left for not that long. It was longer than Josh was gone nope, for COVID. No, it actually wasn't. Really? It 100% was not. Man, your COVID honeymoon was longer than her yeah, real honeymoon? Yeah, I bet it was much more enjoyable, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so anyway, so Hannah went off for her honeymoon, came back, and when she came back, she immediately started searching the studio for something that she really, really, really enjoyed. Can you tell everyone what that was? It was pickles. It was pickles. Yeah. And you couldn't find them, could you? No. No. And then as you started searching and looking around at frantically for these things and realized they were nowhere to be found, what happened? I said, where are those pickles? Yeah, and we recorded it. Where are those pickles? And then we turned it into a game. So that's it. That's a- <laughs> and the way this game worked, well, you know what? Let's get Dave and, uh, let's, or I'm sorry, let's get our contestants on the phone. Looks like we have Terry uh, listening on KRMG in, uh, in Oklahoma. Terry, how are you? Fine, how are you? Oh, doing great, Terry. You ready to play some Where Are Those Pickles? Sure. Okay. Oh, don't sound too excited about it. Don't sound too excited about it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. No, it's all right. We'll tell you about it here in just a minute. You're going to be playing against Fred. Fred's listening on WDBO in Kissimmee, Florida. Hi, Fred. How are you? 
Yay, I'm ready. Oh, good. Fred's ready. Terry's ready. All right, ladies and gents, here's how this works. I will start describing to you a particular place, and that place is where the pickles are. Where are those pickles? Well, it's your job to guess based on my clues. (laughs) Uh, Now, what we'll do is we'll pair you up. For example, Terry, you'll be paired up with either Josh or Hannah. Would you like to pick whoever you'd like to be paired up with? Hannah. All right, there you go. Yeah. Girl power. So uh, now what's going to happen now is, um, Fred, you're going to be paired up with Josh. Hey. All right. All right. Yeah. Oh, except Josh geez. is recovering from COVID, <laughs> and he could have a limited IQ. Right. But you know, we're yeah. not. We're I don't still, think so, though. Well, we'll we'll, we'll find out. So uh, what we'll do is we'll we'll take turns. You guys will have we'll have Josh and Hannah start, so you guys can kind of figure out how this game works. But I'll start describing a place, and as soon as you figure out where those pickles are, you yell it out, and if you get it right, you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins a Mark K Show prize pack. New rule from the legal department. Ties means no prize pack for anyone. Got it? <laughs> got it. Got it. Terry? Yes. Oh, okay, good. She's got it too. Perfect. All right. Uh, so here's what we'll do. Josh, Hannah, you're going to start. Terry, Fred, you guys just listen in, and uh, and they'll show you how the game is played. Are you guys ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Yep. When you know the answer, yell it out. Okay. The question is... Where are those pickles? They're in a room. Mm-hmm. A room that is small. A room that smells bad. They're in a bowl. They're flushed. The bathroom? The toilet. They're in the toilet. Congratulations. The poop toilet is full. (laughs) Of pickles, apparently. (laughs) There you go. So, Terry, Hannah, you guys get a point. Nicely done. I want to say, I was going to say Joe Biden's office, like the Oval Office, but then I was like, no, that's yeah, no, that's, that would have been wrong. All right, here yeah. we go. Yeah. Uh, so, Terry, Fred, it's up to you guys. Are you ready? Right. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Let's take it. We'll see if you can uh, see if you guys can figure this one. Out. We'll start you off with an easy one. Uh, though the question is, where are those pickles? They're in a city. A city that is infamous. A city that is infamous for being the epicenter of the COVID nineteen surge. New York. Yep. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. New York. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Terry, that's still incorrect. Fred, you want to take a crack at it? Los Angeles. That is also incorrect. Can you steal? The answer is Jacksonville, Florida, is the new epicenter of the COVID-19 surge. So there you go. All right, back to you, Josh and Hannah. Are you guys ready? Ready. Yeah. You ready? Yes. Is it All true right. that if we just yelled yeah. out the wrong answer louder, then it might become correct? <laughs> is that how this works? You, know, you could try. You okay. could try. It didn't work too well. Didn't work too well last round. Here we go. Uh, the question is: Where are those pickles? Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. They're in a room. Okay. A room in Japan. There are women in the room. They are sad. The, the, oh, wait, the U.S. Women's Soccer Team dressing room, locker room. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Because they can no longer win gold or silver. They're in the women's U.S. national team locker room. Congratulations. Hannah and Terry. Hannah's game. You know what? You can't blame yourself. Blame your your lower IQ from COVID. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, I blame it. Although I don't know what what Fred's excuse is. All right, here we go. Fred (laughs) and Terry, back to you guys. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Listen carefully. The question is. Where are those pickles? They're in a building. A building with lots of cameras. A building that's a building that's full of information, mostly misinformation. (laughs) 
COVID building, uh, CDC. Don Lemon is down the hall. <laughs> CNBC. <laughs> what, what did you say, Fred? CNN. Uh. <laughs> All right, we'll give you that one. Yeah, he had some white out on that answer. See, yeah, that's a, it took him a minute to get there, but he got there. All right, we, yeah, CNN is where they are. Uh, congratulations. But CDC, I'll be honest, that was a great guess, too. Oh, yeah. That was a great guess, too. It was incorrect, but it was a great guess. All right, so the score is two to one. Josh and Hannah, back to you. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, listen carefully. Ready? The question is... Where are those pickles? Yeah. They're in a dark place. A warm, dark place a place with lots of air there's a sign that says COVID-19 was here they're in a chest a Hell. chest behind, I thought you guys would have got it but I'm running a clue <laughs> a chest behind a rib cage your heart somebody's heart there's a lot of air lungs a COVID-19 patient's lungs. I don't know. Is it my lungs? Yeah! yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on. <laughs> there you go. Wow. I can't believe I thought you would have gotten that one right off the bat. No. Wow. Look at that. All right. Oh, also, God. disinformation. There's no sign in his <laughs> Well, you don't know. Have you been in Josh's lungs? Maybe they scraped it and COVID-19 was here, like in the Shawshank Redemption. When okay. Red, you know, Brooks was Is here. That how it works? I don't know. I've never had. We're I'm, all institutionalized. <laughs> okay. Jeez. All right. Last one. Listen, we're tied up, folks. We're tied up. So this is it. This is your shot. Whoever wins this one wins the game. Are you ready? I want to know. Ready. All right, Fred. You ready? Yeah. Listen carefully and tell us. Where are those pickles? They're in an office. An the old, old office. An old office. In New York. There are many. Mayor's office. There are many lawyers inside. Women are really scared to go there. The governor's office. Look at that. The governor's hey. office is correct. Which means, wow, with a comeback victory from behind, Fred, congratulations. Rally you cap. are the big winner of... Where are those pickles? And you got yourself a Mark K. Show prize pack. Terry, go, great job, though. You did a fantastic job as well. Woo! Yeah, hang on one second, everybody. Quick break. More of the Mark K. Shows coming up right after this. Join the conversation and make your point with Mark. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. Uh, there's a White House briefing going on live right now. Jen Psaki is talking about all things COVID. And I imagine there's going to be some questions about Andrew Cuomo because uh, you, may, you may or may not remember. I don't have the clip handy, but uh, a while back, Joe Biden referred to Andrew Cuomo as the gold standard of governors. Andrew Cuomo from New York. Joe Biden called him the gold standard of governors. Uh, and today the New York Attorney General called him a uh, a sexual harasser who hugs and kisses and touches women inappropriately. The independence investigation found that Governor Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women, many of whom were young women, by engaging in unwanted groping, kisses, hugging, and by making inappropriate comments. Yeah, uh, let's let's dip in. Is she talking about that right now, or is it? No, she's not. What's she talking about? 
first the uh, announcement this morning uh, and uh, give his own view uh, later this afternoon. Okay, then one more on something else then. There was a shooting today earlier at the cause of the lockdown of the Pentagon, uh, and in that same burst of violence, it appears that a law enforcement officer was stabbed to death. Okay, all right, uh, we, can take it, we can take that down. So she's uh, basically deferring to uh, Governor Cuomo's office and that kind of thing, and we pretty much figured, we pretty much figured that's what was going to happen. Um, 855-940-6275, 855-940-MARK. But this is typical of what happens when you, when you, uh, you know, when you're Joe Biden and you start to talk about things that you really, you really don't have any uh, any idea about, and calling calling Andrew Cuomo the gold standard of governors because he goes on TV, and you may remember, you may remember what happened when uh, when Donald Trump started having his daily COVID nineteen task force briefings. What did Andrew Cuomo start doing? He started having his own daily uh, task force briefings in New York uh, State. He had in Albany, he had the cameras rolling every single day. And he did exactly what Donald Trump was doing. He was bringing out experts. He was talking about charts. He was talking about how he was going to save the city. He was basically saying everything Donald Trump wasn't going. Do you remember he won an Emmy? This guy won an Emmy for his press conferences. And it was a it was a an honorary Emmy Award was given to Governor Andrew Cuomo, a gold statuette for the gold standard of governors. And now we find out that the entire time he was not only creating a toxic workplace, but threatening anyone who uh, who tried to out him. The governor and his senior team took actions to retaliate against at least one former employee for coming forward with her story. Her truth. Man, and that, you know what? Maybe he should have won an Emmy not for best press conference, but for best actor, because the whole time he seemed like he acted like he knew what he was doing. He acted like he was in control. He acted like he wasn't the world's biggest sleazeball. He acted like he wasn't destroying the lives of of, of, of thousands of elderly people and their families all around, all around the state of New York. He acted like he wasn't just banking off of COVID-19 by publishing books and making $5 million and selling calendars and pictures and becoming a household name. It was, there was a point. I don't know if you remember this. There was a point where Andrew Cuomo had to go on TV and say, I have no interest in running for president. It was in the middle of the primary. You had, what, nine people? You had Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Amy Klobuchar, Tulsi Gabbard, Pete Buttigieg, that other weird guy with the tie. Uh, you had, you know, Bloomberg came in there for a hot minute before Elizabeth Warren gave him the smackdown. smackdown. There, were like, there were like nine, ten people running for office, running for president on the Democrat ticket. And they didn't like any of them. The Democrats were searching searching for somebody to come in and save them because Donald Trump was going to get, he was going to destroy whoever they put up in play. Whoever was the Democrat nominee they knew was going to get totally blasted by Donald Trump. So they went to Andrew Cuomo and they asked him, will you please be president? And he had to publicly make a statement that he was not interested in running for president. He was perfectly fine being the governor of the state of New York. And that's where his heart was. That's where he wanted to stay. Maybe, maybe he knew that if he made a run for the Oval Office, this stuff would have come out a lot sooner. Maybe he knew that if he made a run for the Oval Office, his career would have been thwarted and he would have gone down in flames. Maybe he knew if he made a run for the Oval Office that he would have been booted out of the governor's mansion long, long, long ago. And maybe he knew eventually the cat would come out of the bag. And he wouldn't be able to keep a lid on all of these, all of these women, all of these women who are saying this is a travesty. This is this is sexual harassment. I was abused sexually. He groped me. He kissed me. He said nasty things to me. Employees of the state, employees of the governor.
Uh, this guy is a hero or was a hero to the left. They gave him Emmy Awards for doing nothing. They called him the gold standard for doing nothing. They wanted to hand him the presidency of the United States. Why? Because they liked the way he looked. They liked the way he talked. He was popular at the time, and he wasn't Donald Trump. And it doesn't matter what he actually was. It never does when you're a Democrat. You can go back and look at all of the Democrat presidents and say it doesn't matter what they do behind the scenes. They look good. They talk. They speak well. They're charismatic. They're not Donald Trump. Sure, let, let Bill Clinton's another great example. Man, how many people were thrilled and excited to have Bill Clinton roll into office in 1992? Everybody thought he was the greatest thing since sliced bread. And then we remember Monica Lewinsky. We remember him lying to people and then coming back and saying, I did lie. I lied to you. I did have sexual relations with that woman. And, and you know, his career ended. You know, he went down in flames. I mean, Hillary Clinton, a lot of what you think about her, you can blame on what her husband did while he was in office and how she stood by him and, and did not stand up for the victims. You're starting to see the same thing over and over again. When you pick a president or any politician based on their popularity, their fame, their celebrity status, the way they look, the way they speak, you're going to fail. You need to pick somebody based on what they say, what they believe, what they promise, and most importantly, what they've accomplished in their lives. And here's a guy who, in his own words, says, for 30 years, all I've done is be in politics. It's all I know. He's basically saying he's never done anything. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-MARK. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show is on the way. Don't go anywhere. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-6275. 855-940-MARK. We have some time for your phone calls. If you want to get, if there's anything on your mind that you want to get off your chest uh, before whatever you want Wednesday, maybe like a little precursor to whatever you want Wednesday, you can call us up. But Cuomo seems to be the big story. And in Jen Psaki's press uh, uh, briefing just moments ago at the White House, Peter Ducey asked her about it, and she said the president will speak this afternoon about the Cuomo situation. So apparently Joe Biden will come out. Joe Biden, who once called him the gold standard of governors, is going to come out and he's going to make some comments about, um, about you know, these women and the accusations and what Governor Cuomo has to say for himself. The Washington Post, by the way, and we touched on this earlier today, and wouldn't you know, it actually is turning out to be a thing. In an exclusive report from the Washington Post, supposedly, Chris Cuomo from CNN took part in strategy calls advising his brother, the New York governor, on how to respond to sexual harassment allegations. Now, he already, I think earlier this year, you may remember, uh, apologized. And he was also, he was also, um, not, you know, reprimanded. They, not, nothing really happened. They didn't, like, dock his pay or take him off the air or anything. But now he has helped his brother draft responses to these harassment allegations. And this is all part of the attorney general's report because Chris Cuomo had to get subpoenaed. Chris Cuomo had to get um, interviewed. And now the bombshell report from New York Attorney General Letitia James, which concluded in New York Governor Andrew Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women, revealed that his brother, CNN host Chris Cuomo, testified as part of the investigation about his role in advising the governor on how to respond to the allegations. This is from Mediaite. Chris Cuomo, who hosts Cuomo Primetime at 9 p.m. on CNN, was part of, quote, the governor's team of advisors. Think about this. CNN, the cable news network, a news network that is supposedly fair and balanced 
doesn't have an agenda, despite what we know to be true, that they do have an agenda. We know what Project Veritas has already told us, that, that the CNN uh, producers and the CNN president and everybody at CNN from the top down is concerned about one thing and one thing only, and that was, A, getting rid of Donald Trump, and then, B, pushing the Democrat agenda. So Chris Cuomo, who works for a news organization, is now not only working with a, a highly prominent Democrat it, during the COVID-19 crisis, but also on his team of advisors. Seems like a glaring, seems like a glaring conflict of interest. Uh, he had, quote, ongoing and regular discussions about how to respond to the allegations publicly, according to the investigation. That confirms reports from May that Chris had participated in strategy calls with his brother regarding how to respond to the governor's sexual harassment allegations included in the attorney general's report is an email that Chris Cuomo sent to his brother's team of advisors containing a draft of a statement to respond to the allegations. Chris Cuomo forwarded, I assume something that he wrote or had part in writing, a draft of what the governor was supposed to say uh, back in May when he was responding to the allegations. The draft statement is very similar to one that Cuomo released the night of February 28th, responding to two women who made allegations of sexual harassment against him. The Washington Post had previously reported that Chris Cuomo participated in strategy calls, but now it appears it's more than that. At the time, CNN said in a statement that it was inappropriate it was inappropriate to engage in conversations that included members of the governor's staff, which Chris acknowledges. And he said he would not participate in such conversations going forward. So it turns out that this definitely was a family affair. It definitely turns out that the mayor and the media were working hand-in-hand hand to argue against these allegations, which the attorney general claims are true, but which Chris Cuomo, his brother Andrew, and CNN all claim are not. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. And Fox News is fake news. Newsmax has an agenda. <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Michael in Alvin, Texas. Michael, thanks so much for calling the Marquee Show. What's going on, Michael? Uh, I was just reading some of this uh, stuff that you were going over mm -hmm. and uh, noticed that they're calling for immediate impeachment. That the state attorney general's office in New York has strong evidence that this uh, Kumo is guilty of all charges that they're accusing him of, and he's trying to use his power that was given to him under oath. Uh, well, he's abusing his powers, and and um, he's saying he's innocent, and but yet the evidence shows that he's 100% guilty of uh, misconduct with the uh, state employees. Sure, sure, yeah. So look, and I'll look, I'll be honest with you. You're right. I think a lot of they've been calling for his resignation for a long time, and I imagine now they're going to call for it even harder. And they, I mean, you had everybody, even his, even his staunchest supporters and allies. You had, you had Bill De Blasio saying that this, it's time for the governor to go. So now I imagine it's definitely going to be time for him to adios the place. But it doesn't seem like he has any intention of leaving because in his statement earlier today, here's what he said: If you are interested, please take the time to read the facts and decide for yourself. On his website, first. I want you to know directly from me that I never touched anyone inappropriately 
or made inappropriate sexual advances. There you go. He basically, in one sentence, has said everything that I'm accused of is fake. Everything that I've, I've been accused of is a lie. He's taking the, the Bill Clinton, I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky, tactic. He's basically saying, I'm going to deny, deny, deny these allegations away and serve out my term as governor and then not seek another position uh, in the state of New York. Well, for a while, I'm sure in like 10 years, he'll run for run for state senator or something and probably win because that's how they roll. But at the same time, he has no intention from these words and from his past actions of resigning. I mean, he had half of his staff stop showing up for work. Half of his staff resigned. The governor's office has been basically, I mean, it's been a ghost town since February, since March. It's been difficult to get anybody to work there. I can't imagine that he's going to just say, okay, you know what? Now I'm going to give up the fight. Now you got me. I lied before. No, once you start lying about stuff like this, you have no choice but to continue the lie. 855-940-MARK. Thanks so much for the call. We really, uh, we really appreciate it. Let's go to Orville. In Port Orange. Hi, Orville. How are you? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Hi, hi, Mark. Yeah, two two points here about the transportation of horses. They use cargo airplanes that are specially outfitted to as flying stables, and all the horse people know know how to do this. Uh, the second one. Hey, hold is on, you're telling me this is about the. Uh, we were talking earlier about the Tokyo Olympics and how the horses for the equestrian events get to Tokyo from whatever country they're in. Originally, you're saying there are flying stables. Yuppers. Wow. And I guess I guess they're safe for the. I mean, the horses get there okay. Oh yeah, they uh, they have to tie them down and so on. But uh, there are flying, effectively flying stables. Hmm. Maybe that's why that lady was so angry, because they're tying horses down and probably sedating them or something. All right, hey, listen, thanks so much for calling. We uh, we really appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Charles in Ocala, Florida. Hi, Charles. How are you? How are you, Mark? Uh, doing great, doing great, man. What do you want to say? We love your show. Oh, but Mark, well, thank you. Please have someone answer my question for me. Okay. Here's the question. Why is it that if we're talking that COVID is contracted through the mouth, through the nose and through the eyes, the mouth, the nose, and the eyes. All we're hearing about is the the the, the uh, mask being covered, and even with that case, a lot of times it's only over the mouth. So if it was that much of an issue, would not the eyes be playing just as much of a important role as the mouth? In the nose. So you think that if you think that if we were really going to try to nip this in the bud, we would cover our 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 mouths, our noses, and also put blinders blindfolds on, so that we wouldn't be able to contract it via the eyes. Absolutely. Maybe. I, mean, I know you've been you know funny by the blindfold, but you can contract COVID through the eye. Well, mate, look, mate, that would definitely. I mean, that would cause an increase in death. You know, probably highway fatalities, but maybe in a decrease. In COVID-19 in COVID death. Hey, thanks. I mean, I guess you could wear goggles or something like that. I'm sure people have, haven't they? Or those uh, face masks, those yeah, welding. Yeah, those shields. Yeah, the face shields. Thank you. You're welcome. All the Real Housewives or wear you those. Could, like a ski mask. Like, not mask. Right, the, like the, the ski goggles. glasses. Yeah, yeah the yeah, goggles. Yeah, absolutely. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-MARK. All right, before we get out of here, uh, Josh is bitter because we... Accurately so. Oh, I mean, and rightly so. Josh is bitter because for the last two weeks, he decided not to show up for work on I Tuesdays. Mean, okay. I, I don't think he and had a choice. 
Well, I'm just look. I'm saying bad stuff happens. I apologize. I'm glad you're feeling better. I'm glad you're here today. Thank you. But every Tuesday we have a trivia competition, and you know there's an old saying in show business: the show must go on. <laughs> and so Josh wasn't here. We went to the uh, we went to a, a list of understudies, and we grabbed somebody to play his part, and they played his part. And they competed in trivia. I happened to win both times. How do they do, by the way? How they lost they both times. Was it close, though? It was. The first one was yeah. closer. Yeah, yeah, closer. I mean, look, not everybody. Am I saying everybody's as skilled as you in trivia? No. But I'm saying it was it was fair and square. So I, I put the hash marks on the back of the trophy. Unbelievable. But now Josh is saying that those are asterisk hash yeah. marks. Is that right? Super. The integrity of those tallies are just not there. Yeah. I mean, if you're, I mean, look, if you want to be a baby about it, that's fine. But what do you, what's baby's your, a, baby's a bit of a big word. I think that you're, it's being, actually four letters. It's very small. It's too long for me. Yeah. What, uh, what would you suggest we do? You want me to erase the hash marks? You don't have to erase them, but I would say that those, those, those last two wins would not have counted because it's not a proper nullified contest. Okay. Yeah. So I can't put another hash mark until the three weeks I would, from yeah, now. Yeah. I would say if you win another, the two more games and then it's square. Yep. Okay, fine. I don't want to cause any waves. I don't want to ruffle any feathers. You've already been through enough. I don't want to put you any through any mental anguish. So what we'll do is we'll compete, and, and when I win, I'll just won't hash mark it this week or next week. Perfect. Okay, great. Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, Hannah, do you have trivia questions? Sure do. Perfect. American Trivia Warriors <laughs> coming up right after this. Uh, stay tuned. It's next on the Mark K Show. 855-940-MARK <laughs> is our number. 855-940-MARK. I'll tell you what, man. This day just flew by. Yep. It seems like just three hours ago, we were telling how, you how we were broadcasting live from the COVID epicenter of the universe, Jacksonville, Florida. Of the universe? Isn't it the universe? There's nothing like an asteroid somewhere that's a little more populated. There's no way there's COVID <laughs> anywhere. But you think there's an asteroid that Maybe. has more COVID than Jacksonville, Florida Maybe. right what, now? Maybe. What if Bezos had it when he went up? Well, now it's just like floating around space. Yeah, but he came back down and he never got out of the ship as far as we know. Mm. Mm. 855-940-MARK. All right, listen, it's time for trivia, right? Yes. Here we go. Josh is uh, Josh is ready to... Are you ready to compete? Because I'm had, ready to compete. You've had two weeks off. Are you back in tip-top shape? Are you sure? Yeah, yeah I'm good. Let's do it. All right, that. do you remember the rules of this game? Cut my eyes, Mickey. All right, Hannah... <laughs> Isn't that a thing? That's a thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put me back in, coach. Yeah. So Hannah, uh, who works here with us every single day and also does traffic, still can't make enough money to pay the rent <laughs> with those two jobs. So she Mortgage. has a third job hosting trivia. And uh, every week she goes and hosts trivia at a bar, comes back here, and gives us the same questions um, to see which one of us knows more about trivia. Whoever gets more questions right than the other gets the coveted Mark K Show trivia champion for the current week trophy what? with... What do we say? It was 17, 17 million. 17 limpira, which is the Honduran currency Great shoved job. inside from Hannah's, uh, honeymoon. From Hannah's honeymoon in El Salvador. And so uh, what we do now, like I said, we just go back and forth. Whoever gets the most questions right wins. And Josh has been down for the count for two weeks. Um, we'll see how we'll see how he does now that he's getting back Let's in the ring. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm ready. All right, Hannah, are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Let's play American Trivia Warrior. <laughs> All right. Sequoia National Park is located California. in California. Yep. The highest mountain on Earth, Mount Everest, is located in which Tibet. mountain range? Himalayas. Oh. That is correct, Josh. Oh, uh, fun. What is a group of lions called? Pride. Pride. You guys said that at the same exact time. All right, so I get I the points. Both of you get a point. Yeah, both of you get a point. No, it's whoever's name starts first alphabetically. Oh, so Josh is before M. I mean, second. Okay, so neither one of you take a point. All right, all right. (laughs) Prince Humperdinck is the main antagonist. That is correct. Hey. Uh, 
Hey. And Princess Buttercup. The Princess Pride. <laughs> Canada is made up of how many prides? Thirteen. Dang it. I just looked that up. <laughs> Nobody got it right at trivia, by the way. I said ten. Uh, I know. I said it trivia. Were you a trivia at last trivia? Night? No. I don't care what happens at trivia. I care what happens here. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is the only arena that I care about. Yeah, good Get job. Get a Mark good job. Show gift card. What's the score? Two, two to two. two. Oh. In the 2016 American <laughs> fantasy adventure film, The Jungle Book, what is the name of the orphaned human? Mogwai. What'd you say? Mogwai? It's Mogwai. Mowgli. What are Mogwai? I don't know. A word you made up to oh, try I know and sound what those right? are. Those are the gremlins before you uh, feed them after midnight. Oh, They're sure. Mog- yeah. okay. okay. What'd you say? The right answer. Mowgli. Mowgli. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, which U.S. state has the nickname the Treasure State? Mm, Pennsylvania. No. No. The Treasure State is New Mexico? Montana. That's what I meant. Ah. Oh. Okay, next question. Which pop star sang the national anthem at the 50th Super Bowl? Whitney Houston. Wrong. Oh, she was dead. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to go, uh, was that Gaga? It was Gaga. Oh, thank the heavens. All right. You millennials and your Super Bowl <laughs> question. <laughs> Whitney which, Houston did it better, I'd like to point yeah, out. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. But that's not what she asked. Uh, which <laughs> famous singer appeared in the movie Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? Tina Turner. Correct. Thank you for I a non-millennial pop star question. Never have got that. Is that the, um, oh, we don't have time. Okay. Uh, which chemical Two element. Two minutes one man leaves. <laughs> Sorry. Which chemical element found in hemocyanin oh gives God. the blood of a lobster iron. a bluish tint? No. Not iron. Uh, it's got to be uh, blutronium. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, not an element. Uh, it's copper. Oh, I would have <laughs> thought it was blutronium. Blutronium makes way more sense. <laughs> Goodness. All right. Uh, what popular soda beverage was originally developed as a mixer for whiskey? Ginger ale. No. I mean, that's what it is now. Uh, Who drinks ginger ale by itself? I would say Dr. Pepper. Nope, it is Mountain Dew. Oh. Disgusting. Yeah. Gross, that's right? disgusting. <laughs> but that's what it was developed for. Oh, yeah. it with Blutronium. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's in, a drink right there. <laughs> in what decade was the first four-minute mile ever achieved? In the what 30s. Decade? Nope. The 40s. The 50s. Ah. Okay, Wellington is the capital city of which island nation? Wales. Nope. It's not an island nation. I want to say it's, uh, I don't know. New Zealand. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I was going to say New Zealand. <laughs> you should have. That's you way better than I thought I it was know. Auckland. Nope, it's New Zealand. Are uh, you sure? I'm positive. Hey, Siri, what's the capital of New Zealand? Hey, Siri, how do you waste time in trivia? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, which... So what is Auckland then? Just a big city? Yeah. I don't know, but you're wasting time. All right, sorry, go ahead. Which... What's the score? Four to three. Oh. Yeah, which famous World War II general competed in the Olympics? MacArthur. No. I have. I mean, I don't know. George Patton. Uh, what is the longest <laughs> river in Australia? They have rivers in Australia? The Wellington River. The the uh, the Gadaimite. <laughs> the Murray River. All right, we have two questions left. Oh, I can still wow, win. Really? In yeah. what month does winter begin in the Southern Hemisphere? July. November. June. Uh, oh, that was closer. All right, one more question. You could maybe tie it, Mark. You can't tie. You need to come up with another question. In darts, what is the highest possible score using three dart? One hundred. Yeah, that's correct. Wait, what? I yeah. said the right answer. He said the right answer before what, I finished What was it. the question? In darts, what is the highest possible score using three darts Boom. in one round? What did you say? He I said, said 180. 180. Because in the, when they watch it on ESPN, if you hit triple 20s three times, yep. 180. It's yep. great. You should watch it. I'll send, I'll send you a link. Josh, good job. Thank you.
Yeah, you can just, okay, okay we'll go with Ray. It's fine. We're done. <laughs> Are you sure you're feeling okay? Maybe you need another week at home to recuperate. Uh, that's about to whatever you want Wednesday tomorrow. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.